Hey, Katie Bug. Hi, Daddy. Do you want to talk about horror in the written word? I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Katie from the crypt. <laughs> okay, hello everybody for episode four. Are we on episode? Wow, we are on episode four now. We're still here, so thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, we appreciate it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it makes Kate happy. It makes Kate happy. It makes Daddy happy. Right? I'm happy. Oh well, see. I want to give a particular thanks to Japan. We're doing kind of well in Japan, of all places. Yeah. People in Japan are listening to us. So, um, konnichiwa. Thank Japan. you. Japan. Japan seems to, to seems to like us. Yeah. So we're happy about that. Uh, November. We were thinking about doing a whole month devoted to who? Junji Ito. And what does Junji Ito write? He writes Japanese horror books. Yeah, he's, he's my favorite, I think. I think I like him better than Stephen King. Can you name a couple? Oh, he writes The Solving Classroom and Joe and... Uzumaki? Fragments of Horror. Yeah, the Fragments and, of Horror short and stories. me. Yeah. Uh, he, he's got other ones, but that's the ones we have. Yeah. So we were going to do a whole month each week, uh, another uh, different story of... Uh, Junji Ito, but I think uh, since Japan's taking I think we're going to move that up to maybe September. Yeah. So I think September you might get a whole month of uh, the master of horror manga, which is um, their version of like graphic novels, co- of comic books. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. Manga reminds me of flamingo. Evil mango. Evil flamingo. Evil flamingo. Like Evil instead of pink, flamingo. it's instead of pink, it's all black. Yeah. It's goth. Gossip. It smokes clove cigarettes and under a street light in the middle of the night. Well, today, though, we're going to talk about... We're not talking about uh, Junji Ito today. What are we talking about today? We're talking about uh, Alvin Schwartz's books. Alvin Schwartz's... Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark books. And more scary stories to tell in the dark. And a third scary story book that... We don't own. We don't have it yet. We went to the bookstore, two bookstores today, but we did not buy it. Well, the problem is that they're no longer in print. Mm-hmm. So that kind of puts a damper on things. But so. we found these two at um, at a bookstore here in Dallas, at Half Price Books. And yeah. Every major town's got used bookstores. And these were pretty easy to find. Uh, and they were only like a couple bucks a piece. But we haven't been able to find the third one. We'll have to go to Amazon or something to order. Yeah. But... They're out there, but you can't just go to Barnes and Noble to pick up. Does anybody even go to Barnes and Noble anymore? We just did well, today. We, we did today. <laughs> Never mind. Today we went and to. And we found a bunch of people there. There were a bunch of. It's a. It's a two floor. It's a two story store. It's and a cafe. Was, and there was like thirty people in the whole place. That and doesn't sound the good. little kids want want to go there because it's got that Thomas the Train choo choo set. You love that Thomas I the Train. I play with that all the time. You love that thing. I love it all. We all go right. to a bookstore and you play with a wooden train set. Why not? Who, who am I Because it runs judge? on its own. Whenever it goes down, it goes down, and then it curves, and then it goes on its own. It's so cool. That is cool. I'm glad you like and it. And then you can, it's got this little digger inside that's got pencil sharpener stuff in it. Okay. And then you can turn it, and it makes a sound, and it looks like it's sticking out the ground. That's what we do. We go to a bookstore, and she just plays with a train, and we don't ever talk about the books. Nope. No books. <laughs> just the train. <laughs> just the train set. Let's go to the bookstore and play with the train set. But yeah, this book, um, the, uh, the first one came out in 81, the second one, More Stories, came out in 84, and the last one came out in 91, and for parents out there, you probably remember this, because I first saw them at a school book fair, and they were 
they were great. I loved them even then, but you know, I'm seventh grade. I don't have any money, so I never got them. Tell them. never had them then, but uh, we got them now. And you know what? They're just as great at thirty seven, thirty six when we got them as they were when I was twelve. Yeah. yeah. First reading, they're really great. So you well, you you read them all the time. I read them all the time. I've read all of them about five hundred times. Yeah, you just keep them in the car. And, and I go, it, look, 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 look. Oh, we have to go somewhere. Back in the car. Look, 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 look. <laughs> oh, we have to go somewhere else. Look, 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 look. Yeah. I, you know, I wish I wish we had the third one. I'll, here in the next couple of weeks, probably I'll order it. Just just so we can have the yeah. collection. But but here's the here's the important part of scary stories. The artwork. The art. The artwork in them. You know, it's, it's a collection of short stories. There's probably 20 to 30 page and a half maybe the longest one might be two pages of these short stories the, the window goes about three pages the window goes about three pages that's easily like probably the longest one in the whole book then yeah. but they all have accompanied artwork to go with them and and the the art is what is so frightening the story on the thing on the thing that's yeah so, that's your favorite oh, picture isn't it i'm scared uh, to read it at night the stories are all like folk tales you know it's, it's the hook like the the escape convict yeah. has the hook for a hand and the couple's out, and they hear the scraping on the door, and they take off. And when they get home, hanging off the, the doorknob door. is the hug. It, it's those old stories that you know, as a grown up, we've heard you know a dozen times. And but they're good though. But it's the it's the artwork that really sells them. And the books went out of print, and then for like the thirtieth anniversary, Harper Collins re-released them. But they they got the illustrator from a series of unfortunate events to redo all the artwork. And it's cartoony. It, it's nice, but it's not scary at all. Mm. Like, there's nothing ominous. It, it's just, it's a huge letdown. So if you decide to look for these online, get the original ones. Don't get the newer ones with the goofy artwork. And we'll put a couple pieces of the artwork up on the website when we post this. I love the art. The art's my favorite. I look through the whole book just for the art. But like, you actually read I like, it. I read it. Yeah. I don't look at the page. What's your favorite stories? And let's talk about scary stories first. What's your favorite one? The Wendigo. The Wendigo. She talks about the Wendigo Yeah, except all the time. I didn't write it down. Yeah, it's three pages. I hate writing. Yeah, well, you went... Yeah, it's three pages. That's pretty long. Yeah, the Wendigo... The Wendigo's a really good one. What's the Wendigo about? Um, it's about a dude that goes <laughs> Okay, the dude. ...in North America, and nobody really hunts there... And he finds an Indian at a trading post, mm-hmm. and his name is Defago, and they go hunting, and then the wind says, Defago, Defago. That's scary. And, Ooh, I got and, chills just listening to you. And he and Defago's all huddled up in the corner of the, the tent, and, he's, and the guy that's going hunting, he's like, is that... What is that? And he's like, oh, it must be just the hallucination. And that's what DeFego says. DeFego seven hallucinations? Yeah. Okay. And then it says, DeFego! DeFego! And then he runs out of the tent, but then the hunter grabs him and wrestles him to the ground. And he says, what's going on here? You can't just leave me alone. And then DeFego breaks loose and he runs. He says, ouch, my feet, my burning feet on fire. And he says it over and over and over and over. And he looks out, and the hunter looks outside the tent. It's not even windy, mm-hmm. but he can hear the wind. 
the trees aren't moving at all. And yeah. then he goes out and he's walking and he finds the Fago's footprints, but then they grow longer and longer and longer until they're not human size. Wow. They're like monster size. So he's turning into a monster. He's not turning into he's a monster. He's not turning into a monster. No. Oh. No. There's a monster chasing him, maybe. We don't know. No, he picked him up. Oh my god. Okay, that's pretty freaky. And then they get longer and longer, and then he comes to an ice patch, and he's thinking, well, maybe DeFago fell through the ice. There's no hole in the ice. No? He keeps hearing DeFago's voice saying, my feet, my burning feet on fire. And he and he hears it in the wind. He's looking all over. There's nothing. And then he goes back to the trading post, mm-hmm. and he says, has anybody seen DeFago? And they're like, no, and I'm like, in the hunter's like he's disappeared, and so everybody there says that there's the windigo that lives in the woods, and it goes with the wind, and it picks people up by their feet, and it drags them along until their feet are burned off. Oh wow! And and even the rest of yeah. like more than that, and then he drags them into the sky and then drops them. That's mean. Of course it is. He's a monster. He's gonna do that. <laughs> oh well, good point. What was I thinking? And and then he sees another Indian walk in, and he's like, "Are you Defago?" No answer. Do you know anything about Defago? No answer. Sir, are you okay? No answer. And he takes off the hat. There's just a pile of ashes oh. as a head. Wow, like a walking pile of ashes. So it like it like moved like he burnt up. You tell me about that story, and, and I thought it sounded familiar. But I couldn't place it, and then when you talked about... Oh, we about have a book called um, The Wendigo that I bought. Yeah. The well, book. yeah, but that's like an Eskimo. No, it's Indian. Well, that's what the Eskimos are, but they lived in Alaska. Yeah. I think, yeah, okay, well, I think it's that. They don't live in India. Yeah, but the, like w- Indians the, Wendigo, the Wendigo legend, though, comes from Canada. It's Canadian. It's the Indians in Canada. Canadian. And I, oh, it's like, I, I, I thought that Indians lived in India. Yeah. That suits them because it's... That's Indian. a whole history lesson. Indians lived in India, and Columbus thought he was trying to find a way to India, but when he landed here, he thought, oh, these must be the Indians that I came to look for. Hi, Indians. And they're like, who are you talking about? We, we're not... We're the we're Caro people. Indians. And, but that's what stuck. So, it really, their, their name just comes from a mix-up. But but what I when you talked about the feet on fire, I was like, I know, I know where I got heard that from. That is a short story. It's a novella called The Wendigo by Algernon Blackwood. And that was published in his book called The Lost Valley and Other Stories in 1910. So really what this was is uh, an abridged... Because a novella is like a story that's between like 80 to 100 pages. So they kind of took the essence of that and they cut it down to like three pages. Which is good editing because it's a good story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you want... The original version of that is by Algernon Blackwood. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. I have one that, uh, you don't mind? Maybe, I, maybe I'll do a little reading. This is in the second book. More scary stories in the dark. Kate's looking at me like she does not trust me. I do not trust you, don't you trust, to read. You don't trust me. It is, okay, my favorite one here is The, the bride. bride. I love the yeah, artwork. You, are, you talked about that I one. I talk about this one a lot. I like the artwork. It's at the top of the story. This isn't even a full page. This story isn't. But here's The Bride. The minister's daughter had just gotten married. After the wedding ceremony, there was a great feast with music and dancing, contests and games, even old children's games. When they got to playing hide-and-seek, the bride decided to hide in her grandfather's trunk up in the attic. 
They'll never find me here, she thought. As she was climbing into the trunk, the lid came down and cracked her on the head, and she fell unconscious inside. The lid slammed shut and locked. Do you have this memorized? You're reading along with me. You can't even see the words. That is impressive. No one will ever know how long she called for help or how hard she struggled to free herself from that tomb. Everyone in the village searched for her, and they looked almost everywhere, but no one thought of looking in the trunk. After a week, her brand new bridegroom and all the others gave her up for lost. Years later, a maid went up into the attic looking for something she needed. Maybe it's in the trunk, she thought, and opened it, and screamed. There lay the missing bride in her wedding dress, but by then she was only a skeleton. It's like four paragraphs, but just that, that line at the start where it's like, no one will ever know how long she called for help or how hard she struggled to free herself. Can you imagine being trapped in that for days? I don't know. What would you do? Starve to death? I, Suffocate? Actually, how many I could be yell hard enough because whenever you guys are downstairs, I yell all the way from the bathroom to help you with, with for you to help That's me with true. my hair. You, you are incredibly loud-mouthed, so we would probably hear you. No matter where we were, where you hidden. Uh, this is what this is what we do in the Holman household. When the kids want a story before bedtime, if they get their mother, they'll get like Hatchet, Black Beauty, yeah, Hatchet. They'll get they'll get like really good kids fiction. If they hit me up, they get we get scary we, stories. We get Stephen King. They get Stephen King, Night Shift stories from Night Shift or Poe or Lovecraft. I'm just we warping get my children. Man. The Boogeyman. We'll, we'll cover some of the Stephen King stuff later on, too. Because you guys, you really like The Boogeyman. So they get stuff like this. So what's great, though, about scary stories is that I'll read them to them before bed. I can, I can fit in two stories in, like, five, six minutes. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm sitting there for half an hour trying to read something or we got to put a we got to put a bookmark in it and continue it the next night or something like that they're really great size for uh, for reading in the car mm-hmm. yeah you like that yeah or for um before bedtime well again one of my favorite pictures is dead man's brains and that's not even like a story they're not all I stories know, some of them are songs some of them are rhymes dead I man's gonna do um there was a man in leads but i thought i couldn't yeah well no you can any of them you want. Like, Dead Man's Brains is that game that you probably played as a kid where well, you, you, you close your eyes. Says the app yeah. the eyes. Like, oh, here's, a, here's a zombie. And mud or ice yeah. says the hand. Or it's like it's guts. Like, it's um, pasta. You know, close your the eyes or something. hair is yarn. Yeah, yarn. And so Dead Man Brains is just uh, how to play that game. But the artwork for it is like this... This sweet old lady with like a platter, and it's got like, yeah, it's got like, like a her husband's face like on severed. It. It's got a severed head with like the top of his head cut. cut off, like the brains, and it's like you know like steam, like she's serving his head as a bowl. Yeah, it's like supposed to be the sweet picture, except it's a you and, know a and head bowl. Like he doesn't look as happy as she does, and it's probably because he's a, a severed head. They can't see your face when you look <laughs> that face. <laughs> she's doing the face of the guy. But, yeah, I just I love that. None, that kind of artwork is all through the thing. Because here's the thing. You know, this was made for kids. It was made for kids in 81, 84. It's because, like, kids in, like, 81 and 84, like, a 10-year-old then is, like, a 24-year-old today. Kids in the 80s were a lot tougher than, like, grown-ups nowadays. So, like, you could, hand, you could be, like, a kid and buy this story in the 80s and be like, oh, that's awesome looking now. I don't know, kids might need therapy. That, I think that guy's head is like, why is there soup in my head? 
I don't what, want so, soup so, in my head. It's a, so hot. It's maybe, burning my brain. Maybe it's brain soup. My brains oh, have that's turned disgusting. Into, my uh, brains have turned into mushy soup. Yeah, that would be pretty <laughs> gross. Yeah, I wouldn't like mushy like, soup. He's like, I don't like my head as a soup bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you like uh, you like the Viper though. Yeah. Yeah, you wrote down about the Viper. I like Viper. What do you like about the Viper? All right, what I do like, I like the Viper and the Widow. And he's calling the Widow, and he's like, "The Viper will be there at midnight or something like that." He's like. I'll be there soon. And a half an hour later, the telephone rings again. I'll be there sooner. Wow. Once more, it rings. I'll be there and I'm coming up now. And she says, somebody's fooling around with me. <gasps> I'm getting frightened. I'm so freaking out. Ah! Because he says he's the viper. Yeah. I'm the viper and I'm coming. And she's like, what in the world is this? I'm going to call the police. Yeah. Hello, police. There's a crazy man trying to come up to my apartment and do something right. and they're like we'll be over soon and then the doorbell rings and she's like oh what a relief it's the police she opens the door a little tiny little man is standing there with a washcloth and a bucket full of water yeah. he says i wish to wash and vite the windows he's like i'm the viper i've come to vipe your windows he's like he's german or Something like that. He just speaks an accent. He it's was saying the he was. V language. Yeah, he was saying he was the wiper, but oh, that's silly. And what I hate, mm. nothing. It's just a perfect story. It's good. There's nothing to hate about these stories because honestly, they're not, they're not long enough, and they're not, they're, they're not long enough to really pick anything apart. No. It's just like, oh, here's something kind of scary, and then you move on. Mm-hmm. It's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And there's three books of that, which is pretty incredible. Like we don't we don't have the third one like I said before but I I remember reading that one at a book fair and I really liked it so I know it it was good and so these other two these other two definitely hold up but make sure you get the old one with the old artwork uh, you'll be able to tell too because the cover of these actually have some of the artwork and if you see the cover of these these books the illustrator was Stephen Gamble on the original ones the the covers look really creepy like it's pretty creepy artwork. Uh, so it's, it's obvious. Our first one that we're reading is a clown head coming out of the ground, and it it's smoking. Yeah, he's got like a pipe, and it's, it's like it was like bald. a tree. It's looking at yeah. It's, and on the tree side, there's an abandoned house, and on the clown side, there's a graveyard. Yeah, a graveyard. And it, it's thundering. Okay, well let's talk about the thing then. All right, so the thing. What I like about the thing, I like Ted Martin and Sam Miller. And another thing that I like, the thing. I like the thing. The creature. Yeah, the skeleton. Yeah. Not the thing from the comic book. Not the Fantastic Four thing. No. You know, the big guy's made of rock. No? You look like you're falling asleep. No, I just don't know what you're talking about. That's on me, then. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that I hate, field of turnips. What is that? The turnip field, the skeleton thingy comes out of, mm-hmm. it brings him to the voice. Oof. I don't like turnips anyways. Yeah, turnips are disgusting. Yeah, they're not great. So I could still put that even if they, even if I didn't have anything else about the story about them. I just don't like them. It, the story's one flaw is that and it I takes place like in a color. turnip field. I don't like the color of them. Of turnips? No. Aren't they like white and green? Yeah, I don't like it. You don't like that? You don't even and like sometimes them. they're like a radishy color. Oh, I hate radish. Have you ever eaten an artichoke? I've had spinach artichoke dip. Spinach part. Artichoke dip's good. Artichokes themselves aren't very good, but artichoke dip is pretty delicious. Oh, wait, no, so it's not a Parmesan spinach. cheese. I haven't tried spinach. I, I mean asparagus. Well, you know my asparagus is good. Yeah, it's delicious. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate it. I remember it. I didn't used to like it. Yeah. Well, but now I do. It's delicious. As you get older, your taste buds develop. 
Yeah, mom made me eat it. Well, you know, as you get older, you might develop a taste for turnips. I will not eat a turnip. Even if I like it, I will not eat a turnip. When you're grown and you have kids, you'll be reading from the story and you're like, ooh, a turnip field. Why? I I didn't think the story could get any better. But now it takes place in a turnip field and I love turnips. I will never eat a turnip even if I turn out to like them. I will never let my kids eat turnips. What if they like turnips? They'll never get to try it because I, I won't let them eat I'll it. I'll tell you what, you heard it here, folks. Whenever those kids are coming to our house to visit for the weekend or whatever, they're eating turnips. Because you're going to neglect them turnips. You're going to forget that in all your years. You think I'm going to forget it? Yes, you will. It's recorded now. It'll be here forever. Turnips for your kids. Turnip! Hate turnips! Everybody, hate the turnips! It'll be roasted turnips, Ooh. grilled turn- barbecue turnips. Let's talk turnips. about something else besides <laughs> turnips. All right, another story. Cat's paw. What's that one about? It's about a man named Jed, a she-cat, comes into his smokehouse every night stealing some meat. And that sounds like a cat. But he doesn't know it before. And it's a witch. So and she then, turns into a cat? Yeah. Oh, eggs. And then he gets his rifle and he hides in the smokehouse and he turns off the lights. And then he turns on the lights, and the cat got so scared, he jumped at him. The cat jumped at the at Jed. Jed, yeah. Oh man! And he fired his rifle, and it hit the cat's paw, and she, and it's like, yo! Mm-hmm. And he's like, jump! And the cat's like jumping on the walls, and he climbs up the chimney, and he looks at the paw, but it's not a paw; it's a woman's foot, laying on the ground, all shot up and bloody. That's gross. And then, his neighbor, Burdick, comes mm-hmm. over. And he's trying to get a doctor. He says, my wife's foot's been shot off in an accident. <laughs> she's pretty, she's bleeding pretty bad, you know. <laughs> I just love making sounds. Yeah, I can tell. Okay, so he gets a doctor, and the doctor got there just in time. And he fixed up his foot. And everybody says she was spitting and yowling, just like a cat. Wow. That's the end. That's the end? Yeah. So the cat attacked him. He shot the cat. Cats. No, the cat. The cat didn't attack him. The cat was just scared. Well, yeah, the cat. Like, it, yeah, because he, he tricked. It didn't yeah, mean he, he to got jump the, at him. He got the it jump just on it. Jumped up. Man, so she was the cat. Yeah. So that dude married a witch. Yeah. I wonder if he knew that. Nope. So is that it? Mm-hmm. That it for the books? A couple of great books, oh, huh? Oh wait, and there's one more story that I wrote. Okay. The rings on her fingers. The rings. Rings on her fingers. Her fingers. Yikes. That sounds menacing. Mm-hmm. Is somebody gonna cut off those fingers to get those rings? Daddy, you already read it. No, I you? well, I just I just assume. I mean, the rings on her fingers. She's dead or something. Some robbers are gonna cut off her fingers to get the rings. I, I I'm just guessing. You've read the story before. I know that you a, have. A long time. Okay. So. All right. So what I hate, <laughs> I hate the grave robber. Yeah, that's not cool. And I hate the hunch. The hunch. The hunch. What's that? And the grave robber has this guy that tells him that Daisy Clark has those rings. Oh, he's got like a hunchback or something? It's just the hunch. The hunch? It just said the hunch. Okay. It just, he just said, the hunch was, my hunch was right. Oh, my hunch, okay. And I like Daisy Clark. She didn't try to kill the man. She just sat, she just stirred, sat up, and went, who are you? And then when he didn't answer, she just went, eh, I guess he lost his voice. Walking away, walking home to my husband. But she's dead, right? Yeah. Who do you think is going to have the worst time? The the, the robber the because he the, died. Oh, he did die? The robber died. Uh, he put he put the knife... Well, that's why I like the knife. I put, I like the knife. 
because he he um, he dropped the knife to where the sharp side was facing up, and then he fell on the knife. Yikes! So he stabbed himself. himself. Oof. Right rough. there. That's rough. Mm-hmm. And I also like the rings. They're very pretty. Yeah. Like they got they got jewels and diamonds on it. Is there a picture of the rings? Did they no. do? No, it just describes it them. It just said there's a glowing ruby and a jewel. Yeah, but you think about like oh, that story ends. She's walking home to see her husband, but she's dead. So this husband's like at home eating pork, a, a, some pork, pork. eating a pork chop, yeah. and then there's gonna be a knock on the door, and he opens it. It's gonna be his dead wife going, hi, yeah. honey, I'm home. That's rough. That, to me, that's where the horror begins. He'd be like, hi, honey, I missed you. Or is he going to be like, ah, a monster. Like from Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like the ending of Pet Cemetery. That's what I'm thinking. When she's at the door and she's like, oh, my love. And she's all oozing, eyes missing and stuff. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Mm, sing it, sister. Oh, that's so full. Oh, I love it. I can see it in your smile. You're all I've ever wanted. Wow. And my arms are open wide. Because you know just what to say. And you know just what to do. And I want to tell you so much. I love you. That was not planned in any way. <laughs> I don't even know that song that well. How do you know the words? Trolls. Alone, yeah, I tell you what. That is. Well, maybe, uh, maybe Lionel Richie's one of our listeners. Do you think? Do you think Lionel Richie's listening to this? Hello. <laughs> All right, well, we're, <laughs> we're going over time. I can't start. I can't stop her when she starts, folks. She looks very soulful right and now. My arms open wide, cause you know start, rec- start videotaping these. And you know just what to You do. have to rate these before we go. And I want to tell you so much. That's beautiful. Are we gonna move on with the are you gonna rate these or are we just gonna leave yeah, people hanging? I'm gonna rate. Okay. okay. I give rings on her fingers about uh, three bobbies. Three bug-eyed bobbies? Baby Bobby. They don't know who Baby Bobby is. Baby Bobby is my doll. Uh, he's got eyes that are wide big. He's got really big eyes that, that move but, like left and right when you hold them. Yeah, and his shoulders were ripped up because my mom found him at a daycare and he was all ripped up. So they put him in the trash. She had him when, when, when your mom was little. When you're, Yeah, so he's been and, around for a long time. Yeah, and his neck was not sewed on very good. It was only hanging on by the back. Yeah. So we had to sew some of his back together. Had to fix him up. Yeah, and yeah. we sewed his neck back on. My grandmom did. She sewed his shoulders up, his neck, and his back. Yeah. So he's all good now. He's good. Aren't he's just bobby? really yeah. creepy looking. He's not creepy at all. I sleep with him. Yeah, well, he likes you, but I'll probably wake up in the night with a knife to my throat from this guy. Yeah, he's pretty creepy looking. But anyways, how, how many ratings is that again? Three? Yeah. Three three bug, three out of five bug-eyed bobbies? <laughs> I mean, what is it? What do you call him? Baby, Baby Bobby. Bobby. Baby Bobby. I'd go a little higher. I'd go, well, I have nostalgia backing me up so i'd go like a four and a half out of five so on the thing i give it five baby bobbies went from three to five wow so that's pretty good i don't think that people are going to know what to make of these stories 
I think the I give did. the cat's paw three. Is that a story in there? Yeah. We didn't cover that one. Oh, is that the one with the witch? Oh, I didn't know what the story was. Okay, the cat's paw. You had the viper. Yeah, and I give the viper uh, four. Yeah, the viper four. Yeah, those are good There's ones. Those three, are classics. Three, fours, and fives. Those are classics. All right, good call. Okay, so before we go, make sure to check out our website at katiefromthecrypt.com. Just click on the episode link. The episode link will take you to the uh, podcast where you can listen to them online. Or you can uh, check me out, my uh, men's lifestyle dad blogs at totallythebomb.com. And I've also started doing horror sci-fi movie reviews at nerdly, nerdly, <laughs> co.uk. It's a very good website for all your comic books, uh, board games, horror sci-fi movie needs. Everything nerdly, it's found there, and I'm also doing movie reviews for them. And then, of course, you can follow this uh, podcast. Where can they get this podcast, Kate? You know, at uh, SoundCloud, um, Google Play, the, the Apple and podcast Apple. app. That's right, the podcast app. Yeah, good job. Yeah, so you can um, find us on there. So if you see us, uh, leave a comment, leave a nice review for us. We're always improving the show, and uh, thanks for listening. Also, Japan. We appreciate it, guys, and everybody in America, of course. Okay, all right. Well, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next episode, okay? Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye.